0: John and Sam in Japan, the International Comedy Podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan,
1: the International po- Comedy Podcast. Comedy Podcast.
0: <laughs> 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 Do you know what? We're, I think we haven't recorded for a few weeks because. because when it, when it got to my part to say he is John, I couldn't remember if I said he is John <laughs> or I am Sam. So <laughs> we're, yeah. we're obviously, we're both a bit rusty.
1: <laughs> well, I've had a week off, so I've been doing quite a lot of um, drinking and <laughs> drinking, socialising, so I'm, my brain's just fried. But I've got, after this podcast is uh, recorded, I'm off over to Manchester with my brother and my nephew's 18 and my uh, little cousin who's 20 and we're going to meet up some other cousins and we're supposed to have a all-day drinking session so last night last night I had a bit of practice
0: (laughs) I'm not sure if that's the best way to do it you don't see boxers going like the night before their big fight yeah I had a quick 12 rounds the night before
1: (laughs) well my cousin had said to me because you know these two young pups are not very hardcore drinking my brother doesn't really like drinking lager he's more into sort of Guinness and spirits and what have you so my cousin had mailed me uh saying can you bring some beer over so when i went to the supermarket i saw they're doing crates of budweiser for 20 uh, for 10 quid 20 bottles so i thought oh that's a nice easy light beer um you know it's not going to put anybody on their ass early doors so i bought a crate of that but yeah. unfortunately there's only uh six left all oh, right <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it, it's a bit too watery. So um.
0: Yeah, it is, yes. It's certainly, I mean, at, what was it? £10 for 20 bottles, did you say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a good. Pr-
1: well, my missus was saying she saw me drinking and she was like, "What are you drinking that for?" You don't drink that, and I said, "Well, no, it's yeah, for yeah. tomorrow, but um, I'm just giving it a test drive."
0: Yeah, I'm not. A f- I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm sorry, America. <laughs> don't, don't. Don't turn us off. But
1: <laughs> well, to be fair, when I'm dr- if I you know I very rarely do drink out of a bottle but if you put it in the freezer and it's proper ice cold then it tastes alright doesn't it to be fair yeah yeah so yeah um, that's just it was the culmination of a long week of binge drinking to be fair because we did camping first and then went um, to a hotel in York for a couple of nights with my missus for our wedding anniversary
0: oh happy anniversary
1: well the kids were there so it was just like going on (laughs) shit holiday (laughs) although I'll tell you one thing that was really weird so because it's been really nice weather and um, it's obviously school holidays just walking around York York's a very beautiful city but it's rammed everybody just out getting hammered and it was I had this thing where I was walking around without a mask on just you know and I kept my brain kept telling me that I recognised people and I don't know if, if it's because I haven't seen that many people without masks on that my brain was just like overloaded but I'd walk down the street and I literally every every sort of 30 seconds I'd be seeing someone going oh that's and then realised no, it wasn't. Oh. Um, so yeah, that was quite—it's quite weird.
0: I—I've had new students at the school who joined like within the last year. I've literally never seen the bottom half of their face. <laughs> I don't know, like if they came up to me without a mask on, I probably wouldn't recognise them.
1: Yeah, well we've had yeah, I mean because now when you don't have to wear uh, masks in classrooms, it's up to the teacher's discretion. So yeah, some kids and especially sort of kids who are sort of around puberty. So now they take the mask off and you know the face has sort of changed into a bit of an adult face and they're just they look, they've gone from being like little cute kids to these sort of horrible half men sort of troll things and like,
0: oh. <laughs> covered in soft whiskers and spots yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking hell but I, some I some see- kids are doing like in Japan actually which I've found quite weird is that they've um some kids are choosing to keep the mask on as a sort of social barrier which is right you know, something I used to struggle with in Japan teaching sort of English where you have to do speeches and you say to the kids you have to take your mask off. But now yeah, some kids are choosing to keep the masks on just to hide the face. So social anxiety and all that, which is uh, it's a bit weird.
2: It feels yeah, weird. Yeah. To say to
1: kid, just take your mask off. No, I don't want to. Well, take it off. No, I might die. You're not gonna die, shut up. But <laughs> <laughs> then they might die. <laughs>
0: they might die, yes. <laughs> I mean, you won't die, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: John, 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 Sam in Japan. So what's been going on with you then?
0: Well, this, I had something, this isn't actually to do with me, but do you remember a while ago we did that episode on misophonia? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So one of our mutual friends who wants to remain anonymous, and you'll find out why, (laughs) (laughs) Um, he he sent me a message this week. So he, so to set the scene, he's working the guy, from the guy who home. Chucked,
1: chucked stones out of his uh, over his balcony onto somebody's car because they were making too much noise, and then threatened <laughs> yeah. to come downstairs and beat him up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't remember if we said his name in that episode or not, but probably no, I don't not think we did. That- <laughs> no so yeah yes it is the same person and anyone who knows arsenal group of friends will probably be able to guess fairly easily who i'm talking about um but he sent me a message this was uh just towards the end of may uh he sent me a video and the message that accompanied the video uh well let me play you the the audio from the video first (laughs) <laughs> and then he sent the message uh he's working from home he's a he's a university teacher trying to teach on zoom he said this old man has been doing this outside my window for about an hour now he is literally trying to remove rust from that railing by hitting it with a hammer <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now this is a this is a guy who's particularly sensitive to any noise yeah. <laughs> so, and that is a particularly annoying noise so he sent that that was sent at two thirty six in the afternoon. Two thirty eight, he sends another one. It says, "I'm about to fucking explode. <laughs> how do, you, how do you say it's a good thing you have a hammer, because punching you to death would be less satisfying." <laughs> In... <laughs> In Japanese. In Japanese. <laughs> um, so and then he sent another one. So this is at four uh, four forty five. So this is the video again. I'll play the audio for you. <laughs> 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 and then he sends uh, he sends another message to me. He said. I nearly said his name then. <laughs> he said, uh, surely I could claim self-defense uh, with a <laughs> laugh Laugh emoji. <laughs> I I replied to him, I hope he stops before you could take any more. I'm imagining the article in the newspaper. If you do have to do it, make sure you wear a mask. I don't want you to let down the guys in community. <laughs> and then he sent me another video and you can't, he's not banging in this one, but I'll show you the video. Uh, you can see the old guy there. Uh, so... Our mutual friend sent sent uh, another message. He says, he's on a ladder now. Surely an accident in inverted <laughs> commas could could happen. Uh that was at 3 30. That was at 3 30. So we have moved on. Uh 331. Uh he, he says he could literally do the same thing with a file or with some rough sandpaper in about 10 minutes. He's been doing this for over an hour and a half. The, the stupidity offends me as much as the fucking noise. <laughs>
1: just buy that stuff that have you never seen that there's like that uh, sort of it looks like toothpaste and you can just rub it on rust and it just gets rid of it great stuff you use it on bike chains and everything and I this was this was something that I, I used in Japan I, in fact I don't think I've even seen it in the UK but yeah in Japan it's, it's you sort, of, sort of pink toothpastey stuff that you just rubbed on and it just gets rid of rust
0: maybe maybe we should buy some for our mutual friend to save him from being kind of imprisoned <laughs> yeah <laughs> This comes up. So we're at four o'clock now. We're at four o'clock. Oh, I sent him a message uh, around four. I said, are you preparing lessons or trying to teach? Uh, He says, I'm preparing lessons. Uh, And then he follows up. I'm not even trying to be funny when I say that I genuinely hope he falls off that ladder. (laughs) (laughs) And I replied, I know. (laughs) Uh, And then then he replied, "Uh, I've seen the old boy before. He is seriously old, at least in his 90s. Wow! So, so, so I can at least be assured that he will be dead soon enough.
1: <laughs> Fair play, ninety getting up a ladder. That's uh, some good going.
0: Then the following day, the following day at ten o'clock in the morning, our friend mailed me. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> He says, I'm, if God wanted to devise a personal, customised hell for me to endure for my sins, the the idea of a midwit senselessly and relentlessly banging on a large piece of metal with another smaller piece of metal right next to me in a quiet neighbourhood so as I could not possibly miss a single blow would be about as perfect as a divine <laughs> being could imagine. <laughs> So you can see the rant that's going on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he, fight, then on Sunday, so this is the third day, I mailed him. I said, "As how's your old man?" uh And he says, "The story actually has a bit of a funny ending." But our friend's wife came home, and of course, uh I pointed out how annoying the old man was being. She just said, "Why don't you call the police?" Uh, she had a look at him and then before I could say anything else she was on the phone fast forward five minutes and there was a member of the local constabulary there telling the old fella to keep it down Jesus the guy yeah the guy stopped working by the way he started working on the stairs with a file like he had known all along this was an option (laughs) but he says he he appears to have so much work left to do but he's having the day off today so thank god
1: well I think what if that was me what I'd have done was when he was up the ladder, I just blasted out uh, a bit of Led Zeppelin at high volume and hopefully he'd have fallen off, and that could have been the stairway to heaven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is j and s in J News. It's time for the news. John, what have you got for me?
1: Um, so this is from uh, the Daily Mirror online. It says, well, see if you can try and fill out what the missing words are. So it says, man comes home from wife's something and uh, finds her upset that he didn't do something. So what do you think the two missing somethings are?
0: The... His wife came home from... No, so a man
1: man came home from his wife's something and um, she's upset that he didn't do something.
0: First, I was going to say the first hood is funeral, but (laughs) subsequently she's upset. So I'm thinking it probably isn't that.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, no, you would get a point for that. So a man home from wife's funeral... Alright, oh, uh, the- why why is she upset, do you think?
0: Oh because she's not dead.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no way. So this is the headline. It says Man home from wife's funeral finds her alive and upset he didn't fetch her from the hospital. <laughs> so an amazing story. So it says uh Mutyala Girajama, seventy-five, was admitted after testing positive for COVID nineteen. Three days later, when her husband visited the hospital and could not find her, doctors told him the woman had passed away. <laughs> so, Oh, my God. It was in southern India. Um, her husband, Gadaya visited her every day to make sure she was getting better. But when he reached the hospital on May the 15th, he could not find her. After asking nurses and doctors for information, medical officials told Gadaya that his wife had sadly passed away and her body was released to him inside a body bag. <laughs> oh, my God. So, listen to this.
0: Oh, uh, I'm not sure we should be laughing about this. (laughs) Well, no,
1: she's alive. She's Um, not
0: in the body bag, is she? No. So, this is how insane (laughs) it is. What I mean? That's what I mean. Some other dead person's in the body bag, aren't they? Yeah, this is it. So, the devastated
1: devastated man was advised not to touch her open the bag without wearing PPE to avoid spreading the deadly virus. So, he took the body of his beloved wife back to his native village and performed her last rites that day. Right, this is where it gets a bit dark so Ma- <laughs> Machala was, bu- was buried but Gadiya was too upset to hold a memorial service now it says just days later the grieving man received even more sad news when his son Ramesh also died from COVID-19 right oh, so no. really from his loss he buried his son and organised a joint memorial service for his wife and his son but Matalia left everyone in shock when she turned up at the wake and sat down looking at everyone <laughs> The elderly woman was upset that her husband had not collected her from the hospital and that she'd had to borrow money to get a taxi home. So the family were horrified to learn that the hospital had released a stranger's body to them, which they had buried thinking it was Mutalia. The identity of the person in the body bag was not given and is still yet not known. The hospital has refused to comment on the matter and no negligence case has been registered with the authorities. So can you imagine oh, that?
0: Someone's in trouble, aren't they? Oh,
1: well, Someone just one is in trouble. The other side of that story, it's like uh Where's my grandma? Oh, she's gone, where uh eh, we don't know. But we don't know, where's her body? Yes. Somebody's just taking the wrong Someone, body up. Oh.
0: You think you'd think there would be processes to kind of guard against this kind of thing, Oh, you, you
1: would. <laughs> um just ridiculous. So yeah. I mean I think that's quite a uh well, cock up, wouldn't you say?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. How would you react if, if, how would you react if you were at, at a funeral of someone and you're at the wake and then that person turned up? Would <laughs> yeah. you, would you like immediately assume it was a prank TV show or would you like a ghost? Yeah, ghost.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Be... If I was, if I was at your wake, uh, and you turned up, <laughs> i I reckon my first words to, to you would be, uh, you prick. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. pri- I'd just be like, you've done this on purpose. You, you've done this to see me crying, haven't you? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, on the, on the actual thing, there's pictures of her at a funeral surrounded by people. Just imagine, though, but you sat there, your missus is dead, and you sat there kind of talking about how great she was, and then this, she turns up and just starts beating you in front of everybody. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, or, I mean, even worse, in the interim, you've got a new girlfriend. I mean, you'd be in real trouble.
1: Yeah, well, funerals are <laughs> supposed to be a gold mine for cracking onto people. <laughs> <laughs> get, on, get on with his son's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's too much. <laughs> that was J&S in J and News. Welcome one and all to Culture Corner It's the corner You can learn a lot about different cultures But not corners Learn while having fun in Culture Corner It's the corner Words, phrases, metaphors You'll soon know the scars
2: Find out what they mean with a Culture Corner team. Hello and welcome to Culture Corner. I'm Edgar Frank and I'm from England. Oh, I do like to be beside the seaside. We British love the beach, which being an island helps as it's everywhere. What better place is there to visit on a warm summer's day? Going to the seasides was invented by the Victorians, as sex was banned in Britain from 1837 to 1901, so this was the only chance red-blooded males had at looking at female flesh. they were only their ankles, due to the bathing suits being akin to the crime scene suits worn by forensic police officers. Going to the beach you make sure you leave home early, but so does everyone else, and as you hit the seafront you join a depressing conga of cars all desperately searching for a place to park. After an hour of frustration, putting you in a mood that's going to ruin the rest of your day, you have to settle for a spot a mile away, charging extortionate rates. British seaside resorts are full of family entertainment. First, there's a fairground. One of the reasons the UK left the EU was the EU's insistence on health and safety, ruining a lot of our service industry. Your life is in genuine danger as you drive bumper cars with broken seatbelts and ride big wheels that wobble and sway even when there's no wind. The smell of rusty metal overheating is just as disconcerting as the view of nuts and bolts scattered on the floor. It doesn't help that the ride attendants are bored teenagers who care for your safety slightly less than they do for the latest TikTok video they're glued to on their phones. Next you can go to the nearby arcade and get ripped off by the cleverly designed coin pusher games which ensure that you have to put £10 worth of 2p's in a slot to win a toy for your child that you could have bought for 50p in a local shop. It'd be a lot quicker to just throw your money down a drain, which you kind of have done anyway. There's always the option to win a prize through getting a claw to pick up a cuddly toy. The only issue here being that the claw has a grip of a newborn baby, and its strength is equivalent to said baby trying to pluck a car out of a pile in a scrapyard, single handed. Never mind, most seasides have a Punch and Judy show which can take you back to the good old un PC days. Middle aged men can laugh at Punch wracking Judy while verbally abusing her fondly remembering the days when domestic abuse was not only accepted but part of the marriage vows. Heartwarming. Finally you get to the actual beach. You eventually find a spot not covered with rubbish and spend 30 minutes putting up the windbreaker only for it to last for 11 seconds until it's blown down by the bitter breeze. You curse yourself for not packing coats as the weather inevitably turns. You look up to see the weak sun vanish behind grey clouds. It won't be back. You're going to get wet anyway so might as well go in the sea big mistake. The water is ice cold, dark and filthy. You'll be cleaner sitting in a local sewer. Unidentifiable items float past you and the ones you recognise you really wish you hadn't. You attempt to eat your packed lunch until you cannot cope with sand-filled rolls and cucumber damped spread anymore. There's only one thing for it. Fish and chips! This delicacy consists of cod plucked straight from the murky waters of the North Sea you've just urinated in, It's so tasteless that it has to be deep fried in batter, That's so fattening your arteries would rather you just smoke 20 cigarettes and be done with it. The chips are doused in salt and vinegar in another vain attempt to add flavor. Still hungry? You also have the option to buy pickled onion, though nobody ever does. One thing you're guaranteed to see at the beach is tattoos. 97% of British people are tattooed and are only too happy to show these off at the beach, determined to let everyone know the date their mum and dad died and the names of their children. Before you leave, you carry on a tradition you've enjoyed since childhood, buying rock. Rock is in no way an exaggeration. Indeed, this hard-boiled sugar confectionery commonly found with the name of the seaside resort embedded within it, may actually be harder. As a child, you chomped through it with ease, but now, after years of poor diet, your teeth aren't up to the task and shatter one by one. It's statistically proven that 73% of British people visit the dentist after a day at the beach. Do visit the beach next time you're in Britain. Thank you for listening to Culture Corner. I'm Edgar Frank. See you next time.
1: It's
0: time for a little bit of a, well, I would call it an advert. Would you call it an advert, John?
1: Yeah. Um, my kids started saying commercial recently, which annoyed
0: ooh, me. Well, oh, commu- it's a CM, as they call it over yeah. here. <laughs> Listeners, we, we are releasing a special episode. John, ooh.
1: Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> ooh
0: <it's> special. <laughs> this episode is only going to be available on our website. Uh, We're not releasing it through iTunes or Spotify or any of the usual places. So if you want to get it, it's going to be a bonus episode. It's going to be nearly an hour long. haven't quite finished editing it yet, but it's (laughs) brilliant. (laughs) <laughs> but it's
1: going to be 45 to an hour
0: long, a special episode. It's actually our anniversary episode. John, do you know
1: when our anniversary was? don't know. My wedding anniversary is May the 31st. So I'm guessing don't <laughs> I'm beginning of May sometime.
0: Yeah, it was actually uh, end of March, beginning of April. End of March, right? And, right? Yeah. And as kind of keen-eyed listeners, and listeners will be able to point out, it's now June. So, (laughs) the anniversary special has been delayed. There's been some extenuating circumstances. One, being that I deleted a whole lot of valuable data. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And two, we had a special guest on, and it took some extra time preparing. But it's been uh, fun, and it's uh, definitely a flamboyant episode. (laughs) So, if you want to... Get your ears wrapped around that beauty. Go to johnandsaminjapan.com, go to our specials page, and from there you can download it. But there's a slight twist. Go on in. Well, it's on a pay what you can basis. So. What we're asking you to do is, if you're able to afford to pay a small amount of money, uh, then there's a system there that we haven't designed ourselves, so it is perfectly safe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've outsourced the uh, <laughs> that part of it. Um, but yeah, so we're asking for you to give us your hard-earned cash. John, how much do you
1: think it's worth? Uh, well, seeing as the amount of hours you've put into redoing it, I don't know, a couple of quid should be... uh...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think on there there's going to be a recommended price of perhaps something like... I don't know, £3.99 or whatever the equivalent is. But you don't have to pay that. You can pay whatever you want. And if you've got no money at the moment, we know some people are having a tough time with corona, then by all means, download it for free. We'd rather you listen to it than didn't listen to it.
1: Yeah, and share it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And especially if you know like really rich people, share it with them uh, (laughs) a lot. (laughs) Share the link with the richest people you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They're usually the tightest, so actually.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Although we don't want to offend rich people just in case (laughs) (laughs) so so, yeah for our uh, 2021 anniversary special uh, go to johnandsaminjapan.com go to the specials page and download it from there
1: yo johnny McBee and sammy ot two prince talking shit over a cup of tea probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please but there's someone else cooking in the kitchen could someone answer the burning question all right, and now it's time for the burning question. Uh, today's burning question was, what is something you were terrified of as a child? Um, so who's been in touch, Sam?
0: Well, Aaron got in touch on Facebook. Uh, he, sem- he simply said, now then, now then. <laughs> so what do you think that's code for? I mean, I've got a guess, but what do you reckon he means?
1: Well, he means Jimmy Savile, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, for our non-British... sort of British- audience jimmy savile was a very creepy children's well just all-round entertainer who um after he died turned out to be one of the most prolific paedophiles and necrophiliacs in the history of uh, british history and it was yeah vile he was a <laughs> creepy man very weird, very man.
0: creepy there's actually a very good louis theroux documentary with him that yeah. if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth a listen
1: yeah uh, i think jimmy <laughs> savile's quite a quite a good one
0: <laughs> yeah do you know? I, I'll have to be honest. When I very first read Aaron's message, I thought he was talking about the police. Like, <laughs> like, like it, I, in my head, I went, "Now then, now then. What? What do we have here? What <laughs> is it? The police say? <laughs> is
1: that... <laughs> now then now then? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I, can't, I don't know. Anyway, I assume Cotton Don.
1: Well, yeah, I'm assuming he means Jimmy Savile. He might be scared yeah. of the police.
0: Yeah. He's from Northern
1: Ireland, so there's a good chance he possibly is terrified of the police. Um. <laughs> Did anyone else get in touch? On- yeah, so Bob, Bob got yeah Bob got in touch via email, uh, and he said,
0: "What did yeah. What did he say? He's scared of the guy. He's scared of the phrase. Have you guessed what it is yet?
1: No, he said he was <laughs> uh, he was terrified of being kidnapped as a child. Which Oh, really? Yeah, he said a, a news story about a boy who had been abducted, and then for the next few years, he was constantly terrified of any time he saw a white van pulling up that he was going to get bundled into a van. <laughs> which-
0: <laughs> I mean, it's... It's unlikely to happen, but I suppose it's a legitimate fear.
1: Yeah, yeah, God. (laughs) (laughs) How about like you? uh, Last episode we talked about uh, Noah's monkey phobia. Has that has that abated, or has that has that got any worse?
0: No, 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 definitely much better, much better. There's. In fact, I'm under a little bit of pressure to codify the words here because someone's hanging around. (laughs) uh, Certainly, the situation has improved greatly. Um, Just avoiding zoos at the moment, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Planet of the Apes. (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) curious george (laughs) Um, so but for me i think i've got a feeling i mentioned a while ago on the podcast that when i was young i was deeply traumatized by the movie child's play
1: oh yeah yeah uh
0: yeah so that was like i watched that when i was too young eight or something and yeah properly like really (laughs) scarred me even even more than the uh The, uh, monk, the the the, the, <laughs> yeah.
1: the primate uh, but, problem
0: exactly the primate problem perfect <laughs> <laughs> but um uh yeah so actually when, when i thought of this why actually what popped into my head was my brother's uh fear when he was young yeah so when we were kids we behind our house we had a fairly big garden and at the end was like a very big forest we used to call it like the woods and he someone once told him that a tramp lived in there (laughs) so he was like terrified that this tramp would get him (laughs) (laughs) so it was that was like a constant thing like uh, in our house that he would be pretty worried the tramp was coming and he wouldn't go in the woods because the tramp was there (laughs) (laughs) so i'm not sure if he was what they thought the tramp would do yeah does he like thought he was a bit too smelly or <laughs> he was jimmy Savile's tramp i'm not don't yeah. know the details but he listens to this podcast so uh, alex you uh if you want to elaborate a little bit more on your fear of the tramp then feel free to get in touch <laughs> don't mail me personally uh john and sam in japan at com. <laughs> what about for you
1: well at the moment my daughter is terrified of witches like not sort of cartoon witches but she watched the Roald Dahl the original witches uh, ah, film yeah, yeah. pretty, and it's, scary. pretty t- scary yeah it's completely freaked her out and then they've remade it and they've even made it even worse I'd say oh really so she's yeah the, the advert for it came on and she was quite shocked Fuck. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, well it's just a good parenting control technique though do you have to shut the fuck up or, <laughs> or put the witches on?
0: I'm, I'm going to clockwork orange your yeah, eyes. Yeah, sell a tape eyes on.
1: up and, like, clockwork orange <laughs> um, So, yeah, I think uh, for me, I, I was similar with uh, – do you remember Hawks?
0: No, I don't think I do.
1: Terrorhawks was like this sort of puppet TV show, a bit like um, – I don't know, a bit Thunderbirds. like Thunderbirds. But they were more sort of hand puppets, I think, and there was the main evil woman who was called – I think she called Zelda or Griselda or something. I'm just Google imaging it now, and she. Uh, oh yeah, there's Zelda from Terrorhawks. This thing here.
0: Oh, well, I think I do remember that. God, she. That's a pretty.
1: That's to say, that's, that's a, a kids' TV show. If you, um, yeah. If you don't know what Terra are, then Google Zelda from Terrorhawks. and that is a kids' TV show. Um, which used to freak the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah, that's um,
0: scary. Actually, I saw a meme on Twitter not so long ago. It had like a picture of like a snarling, terrifying animal. It said like PG-12 in 1985. <laughs> and then it had like a cuddly teddy bear and it said PG-12 2021. <laughs> yeah. And it definitely is definitely true.
1: Yeah, well, look at that. That's another one.
0: Look at these. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs>
1: yeah, so... Um...
0: Obviously not the uh, not the best... <laughs> medium for showing pictures,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think, uh, you know, I think fear is good. I think this is what we talked about last episode with kids now, you know, they're just coddled, molly coddled, and so they don't have that fear factor, so they don't be they can't assess danger very well. Um, so yeah, I mean, the terror of an intergalactic witch coming to <laughs> kidnap you, <laughs> plus, it gives kids a good imagination, I think. Kids yeah, have got shit yeah. imaginations. Uh, you know, it's their loss. But yeah, no, that, that freaked me out. And do you remember the film Dark Crystal? Oh, yeah,
0: that had puppets. I mean, puppets are a bit of a thing, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know why they don't yeah. make
1: more sort of puppet-based, yeah. horrible... Creepy pup. Yeah, for yeah. kids.
0: So my, my missus can't even, like, can't, stand watching even like a t- tame pu- like thunderbirds or anything if a puppet's on she's like oh <laughs> in fact her arms move i just noticed in my video her arms move as if she's a bit of a puppet ironically <laughs>
1: yeah Get tied up in that sex string <laughs> <laughs> just ru- run- running dressed as a thunderbird
0: oh <laughs> uh, it's, it's uh, such a shame the kids have put paid to that <laughs> yeah. sh- sh- just used as a regular
1: swing now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in the back garden <laughs> exactly your <laughs>
0: And that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to, th- to say thanks to everyone who was involved. Thanks to um, John McBride, I nearly said. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to John McBride. Thanks to Matt Burgins. Thanks to Ruben VM um don't forget to go and listen to our anniversary special it's available at <laughs> johnandsaminjapan.com uh go to the specials page and download it pay what you pay what you can pay what you yeah. can if you can afford loads paid loads if you can't afford anything don't pay anything but share it yeah but share it and if you can afford loads definitely pay loads
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, and so i suppose we've talked about the uh mistaken identity my brain going to so have you ever been uh, the victim of or have you ever uh, mistakenly identified someone uh, in everyday life
0: ah yes the case of mistaken identity yeah.
1: well I was, I was before we started recording this podcast i, I was telling sam about uh, an incident at my school where identical twins have done something horrendous and they've because of the quality of cctv it's impossible to know which one did it so something along those lines <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah they were very very naughty boys
1: <laughs> yes we can't talk about it on the podcast <laughs> but uh, yeah apart from that anything else
0: nope I think that's all alright catch, catch you later. later it is time to go that's the end of the show if you liked it write a review
1: five stars or F you
0: and if you want to Get in touch, we'd like that very much Send a tape of your comedy Not a tape, just an mp3 Send us some comedy Or a song that is funny Send us your favourite bit
1: But we don't want your dick pics
0: It is time to go, that's the end of the show, tell your friends and your family,
1: or even the people you're married,
0: you should join in, answer the burning question. send a new story, preferably something we can find about. We're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night. It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. And
1: if you do this, then maybe, just maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on.
0: John and Sam in Japan,
1: the International Comedy Podcast.